It's time for the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. On this edition of the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast, we will be examining the NFC North in their scheduling for this upcoming NFL season. Plus, news from the NFL, Tyreek Hill, not suspended. We'll take a look into that as well. Plus, so much more. Catch you on the other side. Stay tuned. Indeed, I'm glad you connected. This is Dave Johnson, voice of the Washington Wizards. You have connected to the right place because you are listening to my man, Josh Kirby, on Sports Podcast. All righty. Back again after a short vacation. The Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast is back. As always, we're part of the Mayo Please Podcast Network, brought to you by Ride 11 Chips. Make sure you find a bag today inside your local Martins, Food Lion, and Giant. And as always, thank you to Dave Johnson and JR Beats Official. Um, as always, I have Dan Dembski alongside. Dan, um, good to see you again. How are we doing today? It's great to be seen, Josh. And uh, I'm doing pretty well, man. It would, it's, it feels so weird to be back here. On the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. It's been After so long. After taking a week off. It feels I mean, like it's been months. But I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be a part of the show again. Yeah, me too. It's an exciting time for sports. Training camp's back. And the NFL is right around the corner. I am so excited. And we have a great segment in store for you all right now. So, Dan, if you would like to explain that segment to our viewers on what we will be doing. Yeah, so Josh and I discussed having a divisional breakdown throughout the NFL, and what what we'll do is we'll go through each team throughout each division in the NFL. We'll spotlight a certain division every podcast. So today, as Josh mentioned in the opening, we're going to cover the NFC North, and um, essentially we'll go through, we'll pick the wins and losses of each team, we'll talk about key games throughout the season, uh, am I right on that, Josh? And Yeah, you know, just briefly summarize it. Right, right. And, um, well, like I said, we'll reach a final record. I think Josh and I have reached a consensus with most of these games. There's only like two or three that we've really sort of debated, right? Yeah, in our production meeting, we sort of did the um, uh, research and stuff like right. that, so... What we have it set in stone, what we agreed upon. This is our final numbers. We're sticking Sticking to it it this year. Let's uh, watch every game and see if we're right. Yep. So let's get into it. First, with the Detroit Lions finishing up last year with a 6 10 record, last in the NFC North. Yep. Um, We agreed on a 6 10 record, six wins, 10 losses. Just not a lot to work with there for for Matt Patricia and gang. Yeah, like not a lot. You know, they they have room to grow. They beat the Patriots last year, which is good. But I, I think that was a little. I think that's what the NFL wanted, to be honest. <laughs> but you know, um, they're still growing. They don't have a lot to work with, like you said. Yeah, they're they're very inexperienced and young team. Yeah, I, I have them w- 
beating the Cardinals, the Packers once, the Giants, the Bears, and the Vikings, and the Buccaneers. Yeah, and there's some sure wins in there, like the Buccaneers, the Cardinals. I think those are the two sure wins. The other ones, yeah, yeah, you the know, divisional games that we, we picked. It's the like flip said, of a coin. It's, it's the flip of a coin because like division games game. are so tough. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so six and ten. Um, some stats to run down for you from last season: Matt Stafford, sixty six point one completion percentage with. 3,777 yards, 21 TDs, and 11 interceptions. Yeah, pretty disappointing Ru- year for Matt. Stafford yeah. Last year. Ru- running game was not the best. Like, there wasn't really any big name. No. Except for LeGarrette Blunt. They but shuffled he's guys washed in. out. They shuffled guys in. Oh, for sure. LeGarrette Blunt, only 418 yards. Kerryon Johnson, 641 yards. I don't even know who Kerryon Johnson is. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, n- I don't watch enough Lions games. Not a single. Um, Rusher over a thousand yards. Yeah. So, you know, but um, the Lions six and ten. Same record as last year. Yeah. You think Patricia's in the hot seat after this year? Do you think he gets a break? Because, nah, he's not. Because in the they're hot a bad seat. team. Nah, I you, I think he'll have he, time. Done. Now here's a good question: Do you think he's good enough to be a head coach in the NFL? That's yet to be determined, in my opinion. Well, I mean, he was an assistant for so long. Yeah, I, under, I, I under, think under he the deserves, greatest, co- one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah, I, right? I think he deserves a shot. It was, last year was only his first year. Yeah, I know. So that's what I mean. Know, is, there still needs there, to be time to grow. There's, there's like a it three year, be, three year period. Yes. After, after the third season, if there's no improvement, then he's got to be on the. Hot yeah, season. not the Steve Wilkes deal, one and done. Yeah, that was that was just. Oh God, don't even get me started with that. That's <laughs> yeah, so stupid. Yeah, so um, moving right along to the Green Bay Packers, our record we decided on was eight wins, eight losses. Even because even. because the Packers, in my opinion, are a rebuilding team. They fire Mike McCarthy last season. And that's season. pretty good. And, and, and eight and eight's pretty good for this year. Would you, yeah, with a rebuilding a team, with, team. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, so. yeah, because they still have Aaron Rodgers. He's not the same. He uh, with injuries and stuff. He's not the same player. Uh, it's yeah, too bad. But still, he's a veteran, a veteran presence on that organization. The only issue I see with the Packers this year is with their new head coach and Matt Lafleur. After last year, they fired Mike McCarthy after yeah. their twenty to seventeen loss over the Arizona Cardinals. So, I mean, it, it comes down to I, I remember seeing the report last year that Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy did not have a good relationship working relationship together so in my in my opinion will there be a different relationship between quarterback and coach this is, next year this is Aaron Rodgers team and it has been for years i think the problem with Mike McCarthy is he was like Aaron i first of all i'm the head coach i've been here longer you know he helped coach Brett Favre later on in his in his tenure with the packers but now you have a rookie head coach, and a lot of times they're going to be looking for players they can depend on, and there's Aaron Rodgers, a guy who's been the guy since, I guess, 2000, 2008? Is, is oh, that one? After Brett Favre. Yeah, I think it was 2008 or nine when um, 
Aaron Rodgers took over for the Packers when they traded him to the – or no, when he retired and then re-signed with the Vikings, which was <laughs> such an odd situation. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, this is this is Aaron Rodgers' team, and I, I think Matt LaFleur is going to – gonna just say hey it's your team man run it the way you want to run it and if he doesn't then he's an idiot if he if he tries to you know keep Aaron from doing what he wants to do he's not taking care of his quarterback and therefore they're going to be a losing football team they're going to be worse than what we said they were going to be yeah so eight we'll and eight. see I think I think eight and eight's pretty fair yeah eight and eight I think it's fair moving right along the Minnesota Vikings a team I'd like to talk about in great depth a little bit. <laughs> a team bad. with no help. Seriously. Like, Latavius Murray and Dalvin Cook, they didn't really rush that much this year. Their running game was atrocious, this in my like, opinion. This is like Kirk I mentioned. Cousins had nobody to throw it to. He still has over 4,000 yards passing. He still had, what, 31 touchdowns last year? 30 touchdowns, 10 30 interceptions. Touchdowns. That's pretty and, good for uh, not having anybody throw the ball to. Yeah, and, but... We should look at this, and let me see if I can find this, Josh. Case Keenum stats from the year before when he helped them win a playoff game. They had a ton of talent. Um, I don't know. Like, Stefan Diggs, I remember. Yeah. I, I think he was injured last year, if I'm correct. Stefan Diggs? I'm yeah, not, he, did, he, he did get hurt early on the season. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I'd ent- have to double-check. I'm not entirely sure, but... The Vikings, I have them at an eight and eight record, along with you. And okay, so Case Keenum in that playoff in the in the year where they got to the NFC title game, which is the one we talked about in our production meeting, he had twenty two touchdowns and seven picks in twenty seventeen. Jeez. So Kirk Cousins played better than he did. Um, better. But ten interceptions. That's better. Yeah. Well, he had eight more touchdowns, though. I'll take the I'll take eight more touchdowns if you're going to throw three more picks. All right. I mean that's all right. That's fair. You know, I I'd, I'd rather get you know give me the money. That's what that's what makes the money. So that's fair. And uh, the Vikings had a much better defense that year too, which really helped them. And of course, it helped them in a the couple playoff games that they yeah. played in. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you know, the Vikings they need to find. A good running back, or I know Dalvin Cook hasn't been healthy, but this he can, year he can be a great runner. Could Dalvin Cook break Dalvin, out? The, it's Dalvin. Dalvin, Cook. excuse me, it's Dalvin okay. Cook. Could he break out this year? Possibly go on. I don't know. That's over a thousand yards. <laughs> well, I mean that 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 offensive line is also it's the same deal that Kirk Cousins had. With your team, well, I'm not really going to go into it very much. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's talented. He just didn't have he just anybody never, to work with. He's never had much help around him, and that's that, that's been true in Minnesota. They paid a they paid a lot of money for him, and the problem is, and the Ravens found this out, and other teams, when you put all your money down on one guy, you can't afford to sign a receiver or a running back or someone to help out your quarterback more often, and that's that's the problem the Vikings had last year. So, I do. I, do I think it's possible that Dalvin Cook can rush for a thousand yards? Sure. I mean, he was unbelievable in college. I mean, we, it, but sometimes it it doesn't matter um, if you can't stay healthy. So, I think he needs to stay healthy. That's the first goal. And yeah. it, health is that, key. That offensive line is shaky to me, and I that that concerns me too, Josh. I mean, quite quite frankly. Yeah, for yeah, the to, O-line. To rush I totally years. forgot about the O-line until you mentioned it. Yeah, that Kirk O-line. Kirk Cousins was running for his life last oh, yeah. year a lot of times. Oh, yeah, no protection up front. Yep. 
The Vi- the Vikings eight and eight record unless I see otherwise it's, on that team. It's amazing that they didn't lose more games last year. To be honest with you. Yeah, but it, you know, it, I I don't know. It, it's a confusing situation. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that for the least, but it's going to be interesting with the Vikings. I, I I just hope they got more O line help so Kirk Cousins isn't running all over. Yeah, the place. They, I, because I Kirk hope they, Cousins I hope they drafted some guys. Because Kirk Cousins' full potential has not been seen. Right. Because there's no help around him. He's never had very good offensive line. He's never had very good receivers. He's never had very good running backs. I mean, you you give you give an average quarterback a good player at w- one of those positions, and pff, you have a shot at the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought the Vikings were going to go pretty far last year, but they ended up not doing. They didn't make so it. So well, what what was their record? If they were I, seven and nine. Yeah, last seven year. seven nine and one. Seven nine and one. Yeah. Yeah. With a tie, can you believe it? A tie. <laughs> Weren't there like three or four ties last year? Yeah, they, they were. They, they were broke pretty some high. sort of record. Some sort of record. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. Okay. So moving on from the Vikings. Eight and eight to the Chicago Bears, who had a stellar season last year. Yes, a remarkable season. season. Yes, I. I mean, I loved watching them play, and it ended up that they ended up losing off of a double doink in the wild card. Thank you, Chris Collinsworth, for creating that. <laughs> I'd never heard someone say double doink, but yeah, uh, it's great. became a trend. But this year, I. Uh, we agreed on this too, and I think the Chicago Bears are gonna have a great season, and I think they're going deep in the playoffs. That's my bold prediction. No, this your year. bold prediction is Super Bowl. You said in your you said in our production meeting, you said Bears to the Super Bowl. Don't yeah. don't think okay. I forget things okay. of this nature. Okay, yep. Yeah, I think I that think was a good team. that is my bold prediction, folks. I think, I think You've heard it team. here first. The Bears are going to the Super Bowl. That's my bold prediction. Hands down. I could I could see them getting to at least the divisional round, maybe even the conference championship. Yeah, I have the Bears losing only four this year. And their schedule's pretty favorable. We will go over those four. The Saints, the Eagles, the Rams, and the Lions. The Lions won because it's Lions. a division game. But that's the only one they're gonna lose. The Lions also always seem to upset a pretty good team every year, right? Yeah. I mean uh huh. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, but the, I, the Bears... I agree with those games. I, I think the Bears are going to go deep regardless. And Super Bowl, I think they'll make it there. That's my bold prediction, hands down, you know. They were so close to advancing last year. Like you said, the double doink yep. left them out of the playoffs. I'll never forget the look on Matt, Nag- Matt Nagy's face. <laughs> it was when, crazy. Uh, yeah, so Nothing, we ran Nothing's that. a given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we ran down that pretty quick. Yeah. So... Let's just recap really quick. We have the Detroit Lions in last place in the NFC North, 6-10. and 10. I don't think anyone's surprised. We're going to do ooh, both 8-8. Eight and eight. We have two teams tied at 8-8. Eight and eight. Who is that? The Packers, the and, Packers the and the Vikings. Who do I think should be ahead? Packers third, Vikings second, and the Bears first, obviously. That, I... I can get I can get along with that. Yep. Very very similar to last year. I think that's this almost the same exact way the division shaped out last year. Yeah, but uh, you know the that way it falls, the Bears are going to be the front change. runner all right. the way. 
and it's going to be a dog fight between those three other teams. I agree. The Lions, Vikings, and Packers. It's going to be very, those games are going to be exciting to watch. Yeah. And a, and a lot of them prime time, folks. Oh yeah, prime time. Don't even want to get into all that scheduling during our production meeting. It was ridiculous. There should be a prime time schedule for Pete's. Yeah, it's all it's all over the place, man. Yeah. All right, so that was our schedule breakdown. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk some Tyreek Hill and the Kansas City Chiefs, how Roger Goodell is not doing anything about this situation. We'll be right back. The Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast, part of the Mayo Please Podcast Network, is sponsored by Route 11 Chips. Make sure you find a bag today at your local Food Lion, Martins, and Giant stores. Be sure to look us up on social media as well. For Facebook, the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. For Twitter, at Kirby on Sports. For Instagram, at Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Just search the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. You can also listen on www.mayoplease.com. If you have any questions for the show, shoot us an email, kirbyonsports at gmail.com. All righty. Welcome back to the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Um, moving on to our next segment here. Dan, it's great to see you again. It's great to see you too, Josh. <laughs> yeah, but um, anyways, we're moving on to our next topic, which is Tyreek Hill not getting disciplined by Commissioner Goodell over abuse over his child and I believe his wife as well. His wife actually came out and said he was... She was being abused by him. And my answer, my my thoughts on this, I'm still sort of angry about it. What's going on? I mean, I mean, it all started with Ray Rice. And I mean, have you not had enough of these incidents to discipline properly? Well, this is this is it changed. Everything changed because of Ray Rice. Um, but, yeah, see, and there's audio of him abusing his, verbally abusing his wife and his kid. And you get nothing. What what happened to Kareem Hunt? You have proof. Kareem Hunt. The same thing. And what did they do? Well, his was... That, That was like a league suspension for the year, right? Yeah, that was a while ago though. But anyway, still, or, I don't, I don't understand how so many players can do this, and Tyreek Hill doesn't get any punishment from the league, from Commissioner Goodell. The Chiefs, I didn't hear if they handed a report to him or something or let him go. Or, what do you mean? Yeah, I, I didn't know if the Chiefs gave him any punishment or not. Uh, I don't think they would. I mean, he's their best player. Yeah, but s- still, best player or not, if you're abusing somebody, you shouldn't be playing football. And, I, I mean, it's making me upset over this. I, t- I totally agree with you, man. I and couldn't agree more. It's ridiculous. And <laughs> the worst thing about this is that, again, there is hard evidence of this, man. It's not, it's not like it was what, you know, her... His wife and his kid, you know, 
what their testimony was, there is audio of, of these sorts of 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 uh, forms of abuse. It's just crazy, man. It's um. So the it's, the it's a strange thing. Like, do you think now that now this is something that I want to think about? Do you think that if, if Tyree Kill was just like you know a middle of the pack player, he'd be he'd be out of there. Yeah. 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 He would no he, he would have been kicked out of the NFL. Yeah. I, I suspended think, for a year at least. I think, because, but because he's such a big star, they can't they can't even give him. I mean, they should suspend him for at least three or four games. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But I I think the reason for no punishment is so the ratings in the NFL stay. Oh up. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It, it's all a business now trying to keep it's all about up. the dollar signs josh and, and that that's really the name of the game at the end know, of the day i'm never gonna stop watching the nfl because of how fun it is but still roger goodell get your act together and you need to set a plan in place there needs to be the same punishment for everyone regardless uh, you know ray, needs- ray rice when he got in trouble he wasn't at the top of the nfl we all know that you know um kareem hunt was and I, I felt like he made an example of Kareem Hunt. But why go a different direction here and, and why do nothing at all? It's just appalling. Yeah, so what what I'm thinking, uh, if I was the commissioner, I would set a guideline. The first offense you get suspended X amount of games with some sort of other punishment. The second time you're banned from the league for life. Because wow, this two is two times in your band. Wow. This is a job. It's unacceptable. If you and if you like abuse somebody, uh, I mean, I would assume this would be the case. Like, if you were abusing somebody, you got arrested. Yeah. Police came. You get fired. Yeah. Am I right? You're exactly right. Yeah. Same with me. I'd probably get fired. What we're well working class citizens, so that would never happen. But still, we're not rich. Yeah, the NFL you get paid to play, yeah. and it is a working job, and they're just not doing that. That yeah, and I, Roger Goodell. I like what you said with the set a put a plan in place, make a tiered system. Yes, and make it public. So not only do the players, the owners. The coaches, not only did they know what's going on, because we we had that situation with uh, that assistant coach for, oh, my mind's blanking, Zach, what was his name, Zach something. I'm... Wait, that was, no, wait, that was college, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, that yes, was that was Ohio but that State. Was, that, but that was a similar, I mean, that's... Yeah, I, again, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that was, that was the Ohio State assistant coach, so I'm sorry, I got kind of confused. Yeah. But, I'm sure you've had coaches in the NFL that have done this sort of thing before, but there there has to be the same the same punishment for everyone, regardless of whether you're a player, an equipment manager, a coach. It shouldn't it shouldn't matter. Yeah, there should zero tolerance for any of this. Yeah, there should be a plan in place that sets X number of games suspended. Plus your team punishment. You think second time banned for life? Is yes. That, is, that, is that your? Yes. You should get at least one chance to correct yourself. If not, you don't play because it's a job. You're you're getting hired by this team. You're getting paid. You're, rep- you're representing the team. You're representing the NFL. Yeah, you're representing and, football and in all general. This, and if these players do it and get away, how does that look for the team? 
How does that look? Yeah, that's true. For the team, you know? That keeps them. For the fans. And promotes them, too. Yeah, that's that. That's going to be a big thing, too. I wonder how the Kansas City fans are going to react. I'm, I'm sure they're happy because, I mean, he had 14 touchdowns last year. Um, and, I mean, the Chiefs are going to be lethal this year. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, so um, that's just—it's just sad. It's that's one word to describe it. It's it's simply sad, man. It's uh, something's got to change, and like I agree with what you said. There needs to be a structured plan in place. None of this, you know, no like notoriety is concerned. No more of that crap. The same punishment for the same crime. That's yeah. just how it works. It should be how it works. Yeah, so um, as more details arise with that, we'll keep you updated. So Yeah, um, nothing's going to change soon because he's been reinstated. So yeah. we'll... we'll uh, I don't know. We'll see if he can stay out of trouble this year. We'll what, see. It, what if somebody else does this? What, what, what oh, does I'm that sure, mean? Oh, I'm sure that, that there's one player a year that usually does something like that. So it's it's really sad, man. It's And it's unfortunate because the abuser... You know, the abuser gets kind of lost in the shuffle, especially when it's an NFL player involved. Yep. You know what I mean? You get so much money and you get carried away. It's ridiculous. And people only care about the person with the most money. And, yep. And the victim just gets, you know, the short end of the stick, and that's unfortunate. So It's got to change. Yeah, so moving right along from Tyree Hill, um, as we mentioned earlier, some training camps are starting in – Two key players not showing up for training camp to start out the season. Trent Williams for the Washington Redskins and Melvin Gordon for the Los Angeles yeah, Chargers. Melvin Gordon's a big one. Melvin Gordon wants a new contract, and Trent Williams, he's holding out because of the way the Redskins um, medical staff handles their injuries. So They have a lot of injuries. and, and yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah. I think I said this on a previous podcast, but I don't blame him, you know. Hold out. And I don't want Trent to go because he's a valuable asset to our team. And you especially don't want him to get hurt in in training camp and preseason, right? I mean, yeah, you don't want him to get hurt at all, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Melvin Gordon, do, do we have any more news on his contract, if they're going to work with him or not? Uh, let me see if what, something was said today. There wasn't anything that I had heard developed, but let me let me. Yeah, but it, going on to Trent Williams, the Redskins organization is a mess right now. And, but I, I mean, there's so much going on already, and... I, I just don't know what to think about the Redskins this season. I'm just going to leave it at that because I honestly am not sure if the Redskins will have a decent season with all this drama, you know. Plus they're young. They've got a rookie quarterback. They've got a bad defense. The, the defense is a big concern they for me. They have three quarterbacks, but they're probably going to start Dwayne Haskins. I think Dwayne Haskins is the clear Clear-cut number one quarterback. Yeah, the clear-cut, but still, he's a rookie. I mean, he's better than what they've had before. Case Keenum, I'd suggest... I, in my opinion, I say we start Case Keenum. He's made it to an NFC yeah, championship but, Yeah, but you know what's going to happen the second... He's he's an average quarterback if you look at his stats over yeah, the years. Um, yeah, but still... You know, and, and the second he throws an interception, you know what people are going to say. Yeah. You, you, you know how... Fair weather, a lot of fans are, especially when it comes to quarterbacks, because we jump on. Um, it's just, it's just, just what happens when teams draft rookie quarterbacks. As uh-huh. soon as the veteran guy or the guy who 
has at least got some experience under his belt, you know, makes a mistake. It's let's see the rookie quarterback because he's a lot better than that. But yeah, so it's kind of um, messy. News out of mini camps, um, the training camps. I can't believe it's here. Like I said earlier, I'm so it's hard, excited. hard to believe the end. Of, the end of July is. Just I'm so the excited for the Hall of Fame game in Redskins season in oh, every yeah, season. Yeah, I. The one thing about the Hall of Fame game, just elect Joe Jacoby into the Hall of Fame for crying out loud, please. <laughs> yeah, he deserves it. Yep. So, um, moving right along. There's nothing. Sorry, do you told me no, to go see? Ahead. Go ahead. There is nothing new here with Melvin Gordon. Um, like I said, the last thing is he just informed the Chargers this morning, so he had some good, decent breaking news. You know. Yeah. Um, that he will not report to training camp. Um, no idea how long it's going to be. He just wasn't going to report at the start of it. So, you know, he might he might sit out the whole preseason. That's what we see a lot of times with guys who are holding out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if it goes into the regular season, they've got some concerns because the Chargers need him. Yeah, you know, you, you know and he's that's, a great player, and oh, if yeah. they can't shell a contract out for Heck him, of a guy. there might be an issue in Los Angeles. Totally agree. Yeah, so another news from the Redskins, Adrian Peterson is deep in debt. Sort of Shock. the sort of the same situation you saw with Clinton Portis back in the day. Eh. Adrian it's, Peterson's um, making all this money, but he's deep in debt. That's, you know, that's crazy. That's, that's more common than it's not common. Um a lot of players, a lot of players, a lot of athletes, a lot of people in general who have that sort of money. They've never seen money like that before, you know what I mean? They grew up in middle class, low, maybe lower class families, and you give them all this money, and they're going to go out and spend it. And I think that's one thing, but there comes a certain age when you've got to get smart with your money. You, you, know, you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, heck, if you gave me what these NFL players are making, I mean, I'd probably – I don't know if I'd go broke, but I'd certainly spend a lot of money. <laughs> um my you nice know, Porsche Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, get a nice little pool yeah. dug around my house like a moat. Yeah. Um, man, what what we could do with an NFL player? Salary? Oh man, I could never have imagine. to work again, man. I could only Possibly. imagine. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's sad, but also these players they just they just don't take care of their money, man. Like like I said, when they're when they're rookies, one person when they're twenty. When they're 22 years old um, and you give them that money, you know they're going to spend it. If you gave me that money, I'd spend it, you know. It doesn't matter. So, But once you get around, once you get in the NFL for two to three years, you've got you to start wising up a little bit and saying, maybe it's time I put some money away and think about my life after football because it doesn't last forever. One person who is really smart with his money, Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. He only spent his money through endorsement deals. That was his spending money. Yeah, the rest he saved. He really he lives. Set. He lives kind of a weird life, honestly. Like he lives kind of normally. It, it appears. You know what I mean? Yeah. Out also, a local guy, Marshawn Lynch. A local guy, a Mr. Kelly Washington. Man, he um, he uh, retired from the NFL. I suppose it's been. Five or six years now since he's retired, but he's now. Li- I'm not sure where he's living, but he's living he, out of the country. He's yes. a personal trainer. Yes, he's living out of the country, but um, 
I'm not sure where. But he he did really well with his money and and he learned early on, I'm sure. You know, you got to you got to focus on what's important, man. It's not too many people think about what they're going to do now with the money. And I think that's just society in general. It's not just athletes yeah. and celebrities and stuff. So, yeah, well um it's sad, but like I said, I really don't have any sympathy for Adrian Peterson. Like, how do you go broke, you know? You play in the NFL and you're broke. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just absolutely mind-blowing to me that you can go broke. But it happens a lot. There's um, a documentary. I can't remember what it's called. It might, might just be called Broke. It was on Netflix, but I'm not sure where it is now. We'd have to Google and find out where it is. But it, it went through some cow- or some athletes. Uh Maybe like guys like a guy. I think Vince Young was in it. Maybe some other ones. Mm-hmm. Guys who went broke when they played in, in the NFL, the NBA, and a couple other sports. And um, so check that out, Josh. That'd be something interesting for you to all right watch. Uh, last topic you wanted to talk about some news in the boxing world, Dan. Yes. So there was um, on Friday night there was a boxing match, a lightweight boxing match between. Um, Matthias and Dadashev. Those are their last names. Um, it was on, I think it was on ESPN Plus. Um, and it was at... We're too broke for ESPN Plus. <clears throat> yeah, I, you know, I watched it on YouTube, uh, like the day after, because um, Dadashev, who is, I think he's Russian. I, had, you know, I, I really should have found this beforehand. Anyway, he got pummeled for 11 of 12 rounds and he was um he went to his corner in between the 11th and 12th round and his trainer said I'm gonna stop the match like you are getting pummeled out there and he's like you're taking too many shots to the head so they called the match Matthias won the match by TKO um and um it just built up I mean the first few rounds, Dadashev was just getting destroyed. I mean, um, but it wasn't until like the seventh, eighth, and ninth round that he really started taking the headshots. Anyway, the bottom line here is he had to have immediate brain surgery after the after this match. Yeah, that's crazy. He couldn't stand up, so he's sitting in the corner of the ring. He couldn't even walk. They had to get a stretcher out there. They uh, supposedly they wheeled him back to where the ambulance picked him up, and he apparently vomited blood. So they knew we we have to get him there quick because he's he's got. I think when you vomit blood and you've you know you've taken so many you know blunt force blows to the head, yeah. they think probably brain damage. So unfortunately, he did not survive. He did not. They they operated and he was put into a coma. That's crazy. Um, and unfortunately, it was too much for him. 28 years old, left behind uh, a wife I know, I know of, and I think he had a couple kids as well. Um, but just tragic, and you know, I, uh, people are arguing whether or not they should have stopped the fight, um, you know, bef- beforehand. And you know, he was he was getting pounded really good, especially by the eighth and ninth round. And maybe they should have stopped it early, but you know, th- with the damage he had. Who knows what, what what it would have done? So it's just it's it's very it's very saddening, but it's also just a, a stark reality about what these boxers face. I mean, and guys in UFC too. It's the same sort of thing. Like so much, um, 
they put so much damage on their bodies and on their minds and stuff. So um, just a very sad situation. Obviously, our thoughts and our prayers here go out to Dadashev's family and, and friends. And, of course, uh, Matthias um, also commented um, on that as well. And he said, uh, I'm going to read the quote here. He said, quote, no one is prepared to die while looking for dreams and goals. We simply go to the ring thinking about the well-being for our family without knowing how complicated and difficult it is to get in the ring. Fly high, great warrior. Only God knows the reason of things. You will always have my respects. Rip Maxim Dadashev. End quote. So he was very, he was apparently very uh, upset about the whole thing. It's crazy, so, and you never know. It, it you, you just gotta look look out. You know, like um, all these NFL players get getting CTE over, over the years. Those those head injuries. You know, the and head it, injuries build up, and there needs to be awareness for it. I mean, I'd I'd be certain that he he had a lot of head injuries before because, I mean, one match doesn't cause it. You know, you know what I mean. You know yeah. what I'm saying. You over can get hit. In the head, you can get hit in the head a lot of times, and I mean, if I hit you in the head right now. I mean, you'd probably no, don't hit me in the head, please. You'd you'd probably survive. So I think I think we'd be okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna hit you in the head. Don't worry. But yeah, <laughs> it's um. So I I feel like that's something I'm interested to see. Kind of like the um, the coroner's report. Honestly, just to see kind of if he had a history. Of, I mean, obviously he probably had a history of this. He was a boxer for God's sakes. Yeah. He gets hit in the head all the time. So I kind of want to see like how far how how bad it was before the match. If they can figure that out, I don't know if that's possible, but. Yep. It's just a fair warning to people who play contact sports. You're that's that's what you're that's what you're getting into. So Alright, Dan, any last words for the podcast? It was a fun one, another fun yeah, one. Yeah, we, we covered a lot of different bases today. You know, I said we covered our bases, but we didn't even talk about baseball. We'll save that for next time, maybe, huh? Yeah, probably. Um, I don't really have much else to say, Josh. I just like to not really, uh, not really anything too big in baseball. No, we're still in the uh, dog days of summer, and we're about to get in the more dog days of summer here when August rolls around. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, thanks again for having me on. Yeah, always. It was a lot of fun. Always welcome. We and always, enj- I always enjoy it, and uh, I look forward to it. So, you you know who were part of the Mayo Please Podcast Network? Make sure you check them out. www.mayoplease.com as always, the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast is presented by Rat 11 Chips. Make sure you find the bag today inside your local Martins, Food Lion, and Giant. Thanks to Rat 11, uh, excuse me, thanks to Dave Johnson and JR Beats Official. As always, make sure you find us social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us on all listening platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, www.mayoplease.com or search up the Josh Kirby on Sports Podcast. Until the next episode, we say so long and peace out. <laughs>